Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code RTFP to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Finish Strong Friday. It is a Picks Friday. And it is, of course... A Winner's Friday presented by DraftKings and presented by Mike Singletary. I want winners. I want people that want to win. Listen, I tell you guys all the time how you can win. I sent stuff out to all the winners this week. Congratulations to Joe Rizzo. Joe Rizzo is one of the latest people to like my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Joe, let me know. Send me an email, ross at rostucker.com. Let me know if you want one of these awesome press passes that nobody else you know has or a signed picture or a signed football card. Just email me. Hit me up. The sponsor confirmation email winner just went crazy. I mean, James did ExpressVPN, 100 Flowers, Athletic Greens. James, you I, that's, that's actually like a little bit of a tip there. If you ever just hit up multiple sponsors at the same time you're pretty much guaranteed to win so kudos to you james um you also get to get uh, a signed picture or card or one of these cool press passes that i've gotten over the last couple of years and then the youtube shout out which is really fun right that's someone that subscribed to the youtube page and made a comment now i picked somebody before the madden winner because I picked someone that wasn't looking for the Madden. They were looking for the shout-out. That's William Dillard. The person that was looking for the Madden uh, has been notified. So thank you for everyone. We might do that again. But thank you for everyone that tried to get the Madden uh, copy, Madden code. But William Dillard, YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL, you get the personal cameo-style Shout out. So email me again, ross at rostucker.com, and let me know exactly what you would like me to do the shout out for, who you'd like me to do the shout out for. Our patron of the day, Andrew Batt, B-A-T-T, patreon.com slash RT Media. Steve and I are both up big already this week on our even money bets, which you can see in black and white on our private Slack channel for Tuckheads, 
patreon.com slash RT Media. Welcome to the family, Andrew. Very excited to have you. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. Scary scene last night with Tua Tungavailoa going down uh, with apparent head and neck injuries. Uh, well, obviously, I'm sure you'll talk about that. Uh, ultimately, Bengals win that game 27-15 on Thursday Night Football. Right. So there's a lot of different things I could say about the Tua situation. I guess I'll start with this. If you love football, you should be angry right now. And I am because I adore the sport of football. And even if we believe everything the Dolphins are telling us, that the injury against the Bills was not a head injury and it was a back injury, it's still really bad for the sport of football because people watched that game on Sunday. They saw him hit the back of his head. They saw him wobble. They saw everything I talked about on Monday's show. And they don't understand why he was back in the game. No matter what any of us say, they don't understand why he was back in the game. Some of those same people watched last night and saw him get smashed again, saw the fencing posture, saw the stretcher come out. Huge step back for the sport that I love because a lot of those people have heard of second impact syndrome and know how dangerous it is. I don't know how many potential football players we lost over the last five days, but I think we lost a decent amount just based on parents of nine and 10 year olds, which is my daughter's age texting me. We lost a decent amount. And I hope everyone involved realizes that that's a big negative and a big step back for the sport of football. I'm not trying to lay blame. I talked about that on Monday's show, how I felt about him going back into the game. I personally do not believe, or at least have a very hard time believing, that it was a back injury against the Bills. Very hard time believing that. And so I don't know what the answer is, other than if a guy has an apparent head injury, even if it's deemed not to be a head injury, if it's an apparent head injury with apparent neurological symptoms like wobbling, they should be out. They should be out. They can't say, no, it's my ankle or my knee or it's actually my back. If it's an apparent head injury on video with neurological symptoms on video, like stumbling around, they should be out of the game. Period. Anyway. As for that, that's how I feel. I'm I, like I said on Monday. I'm not trying to call people liars or whatever, but that should be the new standard. That's my opinion. That should be the new standard because I was really scared for Tua last night. Really scared. I really think he had a head injury on Sunday. I really think he should not have gone back in the game. I really think he probably would not have passed concussion protocol to play last night as a result. And so I was really scared for that young man last night. Uh, hopefully he's okay. Um, hopefully it really, as I tweeted last night at Ross Tucker NFL, hopefully it really was 
his back, as they're saying it is. I don't personally believe that, but I hope that that's the case. I hope I'm wrong. But that is my solution. My solution is apparent head injury plus apparent neurological symptoms equals at least out for the rest of that game. Because I think everybody thought he would be out for the rest of that game. So, uh, But like I said, even if I believe everything that everyone's telling us and nobody's lying and nobody's a liar, I think that should be the new standard. That's how I feel about it. As for the game, an absolutely elite uniform matchup. I am a sucker for color rush. I'm a sucker for monochromatic. I always have been. I always have been. I don't know why, but I love the color rush monochromatic look. I thought the Bengals all whites were incredible. Absolutely incredible. And so, um, big fan. Big fan of the uniform matchup. How about that first drive by the Bengals? I mean, the Bengals go... Right down the field, uh, some good passes. And then Joe Mixon bowled his way in, and I thought, okay, Bengals are going to roll over these guys. Bengals are primed and ready. Dolphins look tired and sluggish. Give the Dolphins a tremendous amount of credit. They battled. And really in the first half, I thought Tua was in great rhythm with his timing. I thought he was doing a nice job um, you know, with his accuracy until he threw an awful interception trying to force a deep ball to Tyree Kill, which was woefully underthrown. Really bad, really bad interception. Um, I also thought in the first half, Joe Burrow was kind of the opposite. I thought he was out of rhythm. The offensive line is not doing a good job of picking up stunts and blitzes, and I think it's affecting Burrow a little bit. So there was no scoring for a while. Then um, Tua got smashed to the ground. We've already talked about that, and the field goal was tipped. So I think it was 7-6 that the Bengals were up because the Dolphins had had a couple drives for field goals, but it was still 7-6. And just when I was thinking that the Bengals weren't able to move the ball or weren't able to do much, Joe Burrow found T. Higgins for a touchdown down the side. It was Xavier Howard was in man-to-man coverage. I don't know what he was thinking it was like third and 11. I don't know why he was in a trail position. I don't know why Xavier Howard slowed down. I don't know why Xavier Howard played that the way he did because I think he would have been in good shape to make a play on the football or at least make a tackle. That's a big miss by a good Dolphins player who, by the way, left the game with injuries. I thought when Teddy Bridgewater came in, I thought he was impressive. That drive at the end of the first half, this is why you have a backup quarterback like Teddy Bridgewater. That drive at the end of the first half for the Chase Edmonds shovel pass touchdown was impressive, 14-12. You know, that extra point gets blocked. Then he throws a bomb to Tyree Kill, which is kind of bobbled. But they end up having to settle for a field goal. That hurt him. But then the Dolphins had the lead, 15-14. After that, Bengals had... Uh, big plays from Tyler Boyd throwing the ball, and then they finally got him to catch it. 
before he was stuffed twice on the goal line. Or Joe Mixon was stuffed twice on the goal line. A little surprised that the Bengals kicked the field goal, but they wanted to make sure they had the lead, 17-15. And then the Bengals don't even move the ball that much. And McPherson um, absolutely crushed. I thought they said 64 yards. I guess it was 57 yards. But McPherson is a weapon for the Bengals. After that, um, Joe Burrow um, threw a deep ball to Jamar Chase. That led to a Hayden Hurst touchdown, 27-15. And that kind of sealed it. Von Bell had a second interception to clinch the game. Bengals really couldn't run the football all game. But they were able to win anyway, 27-15. As uh, I predicted yesterday and as Steve Fezzik and I predicted on Tuesday's Even Money podcast, even willing to lay the three and a half points. Speaking of laying points, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win this weekend and get $200 in free bets. Think about that. So if you're in a new state, you haven't signed up yet for DraftKings, even if you're already on another book, you know what Fezzik says on Even Money Podcast, have more than one option. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code ROSS to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code ROSS only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. They also have terrific same-game parlays um, for you guys that are already members or already have the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Want to know which team is going to win every single game on Sunday? Then listen up. All right, let's start with uh, the Vikings and the Saints from Tottenham. Tottenham. You know... I am going to go with the Saints on this one. And it's a little bit, I guess, call it a hunch. I feel like the Saints, um, I think Winston will be healthy enough to play better based on what I've seen. And I feel like the Saints are the more desperate team in this game. I think they're a, a, a better football team than they've shown. I think they're the more desperate team. And I think if they lose this game, it would obviously be real, real bad. So I think the Saints find a way to gut this win out. I just think it's more likely that the Vikings are 3-1 and one and the Saints are – I'm sorry, the both teams are 2-2. Two and two, Then the Vikings are 3-1, and one, Saints are 1-3. and three. That's how the NFL works. So I'm taking the Saints. Dalvin Cook's banged up. Give me the Saints in Tottenham, and they're getting three points, Bryce. So we're starting with a doggy. Bryce's underdog of the week. Cleveland Browns at the Atlanta Falcons. Ooh, this is a juicy game. Really juicy game. Surprisingly juicy game, I would say, right? I don't think many people were expecting this to be the case, but it is. Um, I'm going to go with Cleveland. They had extra time to rest, extra time to prepare. The Falcons came back from Seattle. 
Um, I think it's a little bit dependent on whether or not Miles Garrett plays, which is obviously still up in the air. We'll have to see. But I'm I'm going to go with the Browns to gut out a really competitive, fun, close game. The problem is the Falcons' defense has had a lot of issues. Let's go 27-24 Cleveland in a fun, high-scoring game. The Brownies get it done. Buffalo Bills, Baltimore Ravens. Ooh. A lot of people like the Bills in this one. I'm going the other way. I think that the Ravens are kind of sorting out their secondary issues. I think the Bills are still pretty beat up and reeling from that Dolphins game and have injuries. I think that the Ravens at home, the way Lamar Jackson's playing right now, I think that the Ravens get this win. Another high-scoring game. Same exact score as Browns-Atlanta in my mind. I'm a big fan of the 27 to 24 score. I'm going to take the Ravens to win the game, and we can let the doggies out, Brian. Ross's Underdog of the Week. Washington Commanders, Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I'm going Cowboys. Um, I can't go with the Commanders after what I saw from Carson Wentz on Sunday against Philadelphia, especially not against this Cowboys bunch. Dorrance Armstrong's pretty good. Demarcus Lawrence is a stud. And I think Micah Parsons probably the best defensive player in the NFL. So that is problematic for the Washington offensive line. They'll try to get the ball out early. They'll try to have a plan for Micah Parsons, to which I say, good luck, because he is coming. Uh, Dallas, I don't know that they'll score a ton of points, but I don't think Washington does either. 20-17, to 17, the Cowboys get it done. Seattle Seahawks, Detroit Lions. Oh, I like the Lions. Yeah, I like the Lions quite a bit in this game. I just don't think the Seahawks are very good. Uh, the Lions blew that game against the Vikings, which is really a shame because they could easily be 3-1, and one, I think, after this Seahawks game. But they blew it. It happens. That's football. That's sports. They get, it, they get back to business against Seattle and get this win. I think I'm going to go – Seattle's defense has not been great. I'm going to go 27-20. Detroit wins by, you know, a full, a full touchdown. Next game, it's the Chargers and the Texans. By the way, uh, oh, I know which team I'm going to survivor pick. I know which team I'm going to lock of the week. Um, by the way, for the one survivor poll I'm in, I did I did lock up the Bengals because I guess I had already. Um, it's a long story, but I'd already locked up the Packers one week. It, it's it's my second. Um, Second try at it, I guess, is the way you describe my second entry. Um, So uh, Detroit would be a pretty uh, good one. But I actually this week did Cincinnati. So thankfully, it's kind of nice to already be through in my survivor pool. Um, I'll take the Chargers, Bri. I know they're beat up, but I I can't sit here and pick. um, I can't sit here and pick the Texans to win the game against the Chargers. I know they're beat up, and Keenan Allen, 
I guess, walked off at practice yesterday with the hamstring. That does not sound good at all. But I'm still not picking Davis Mills over Justin Herbert. Give me the Chargers. 23-17. Tennessee Titans at the Indianapolis Colts. So I'm going to take the Colts. I certainly like the Titans getting the points, as I talked about on the Even Money podcast, because to me, this is a game that could really go either way. So for the Titans to be getting three and a half points, but they're on the road. They're not very good. The Colts got a win. Still not sure how good the Colts are. This feels like a low-scoring, like boring game. I'm going to go 17-16 Colts. How about that? 17-16 Indy. Chicago at the New York Giants. Like the Giants quite a bit. The Bears passing attack is non-existent. It's hard to believe it's as bad as it is. So I'm all over the I'm all over the 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 Giants in that one. You know, they're even a sneaky survivor pick if you still need one. I'll take the Giants to win that game. See, the Bears defense is pretty good. That's the thing. I'll say um, 20 to 16 G-Men. Jacksonville Jaguars, Philadelphia Eagles. I am going to go with the uh, Philadelphia Eagles in that game. Um, I think it's going to be an awesome game. Like, really, really good game. Very much looking forward to it. I think are for real. I think they're going to play hard for Doug Peterson. I think the Eagles better come ready to play. And I think it's – I'm going to go 24-23 Eagles. I think it might end up being like one of the games of the day. I think the home crowd for the Eagles is the difference. And I think Jalen Hurts leads them on a game-winning field goal drive late in that game. New York Jets, Pittsburgh Steelers. Looks like Zach Wilson is back. Boy, this is a tough one. I, I think both these teams are not very good. Both these teams are so desperate to get a win over the other one, to get a second win and be two and two as opposed to one and three. Two and two versus one and three just feels like a huge difference, huge swing in the NFL. Because anytime you're 500 or better, you feel like you're in the mix. Anytime you're below 500, you don't think you are. So to be one and three, you got to win two more games in a row just to get back to 500. Whereas if you win, you're two and two, you're two and two, you're 500. I'll go with the Steelers because I, I don't have, I did not like what I saw from Zach Wilson in the preseason. And I think it's tough for him to come back off of this injury. So, so, you know, and, and play well right away. So I'll take Trubisky and the Steelers, I guess, in an ugly affair, lots of field goals, 1916 Steelers. The Arizona Cardinals at the Carolina Panthers. I'm going with the Panthers. I don't think either one of these teams is very good. Panthers are at home. The Cardinals' offense is a mess. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know. Joe Dolan talked about this on the Fantasy Feast podcast, why they don't have any designed runs for Kyler Murray why he doesn't run, why it's just straight drop back with a guy that's 5'9". I really, truly don't understand what the Cardinals are doing. When you watch them, it feels like, hey, Kyler, 
drop back, and then run around and try to make a play, which, as Greg Cosell will tell you, is not how he thinks they're supposed to teach it at that level, but that's evidently what they're doing. Um, I don't understand why that is what they're doing, but it is what they're doing for some unknown reason. So at any rate, um, I like Carolina to go ahead and get the victory in this one. Not a lot of points between these two teams. Um, how about 23-20? I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. 23-20, Carolina. New England Patriots at the Green Bay Packers. So I think the Packers uh, – now listen, I will say this. The Packers do – or the Patriots do a good job of – coming up with a specific game plan, even when players are out, like we suspect Mac Jones will be out. I don't believe anything that the Patriots are talking about, Belichick with this day-to-day stuff, not even a little bit. Um, Mac Jones, I'd be shocked if he played in the game. So I like the uh, I like the Packers to win. Probably ends up being by double digits, but you never know. I think Hoyer is better than people give him credit for. I think the Patriots will have a good plan. I don't think it will be enough. 24-13 Packers, and this, Bry, is the survivor pick. Your survivor slash knockout slash whatever you call it, pick of the week. Denver Broncos, Las Vegas Raiders. Well, the Raiders have to get a win at some point here, and I would think that this would be the game that they would do it. Denver's really still struggling offensively. We all know that. Denver's on the road at Las Vegas. Las Vegas is – the Raiders are too good to be 0-4. They're going to win this game. This could be a sneaky survivor pick. Um, I like the Raiders to win the game. Boy, it will get late early for the Raiders if um, if if they lose this game. Really late early for Josh McDaniels if they were somehow to lose this game – which I don't think they will. Did you give a score? I didn't because I'm a moron sometimes, Bri. Thank you. Um, I am going to go with – I'll go Raiders. Low scoring, man. Their defense is good. I mean, gosh, 17-16 Raiders, something like that, something crazy low. All right, Sunday Night Football, Kansas City Chiefs, Tampa Bay Bucks. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Bucks. They're getting some guys back. The big thing is they're getting Mike Evans back. Getting Mike Evans back. I wonder a little bit about the distractions of the hurricane. As Bryce said yesterday, we're thinking of anybody affected by the hurricane in any way. Um, man, just just be safe. Just do what you need to do to be safe for your family. But I, I do think the Bucks bounce back. Their defense is playing very well, and getting Mike Evans back is huge. So I'll say, again, a surprisingly low amount of points in this one, 23-20 Bucks. And let's wrap it up. Monday night, the Rams at the 49ers. Man, I think the Niners are going to play better. 
I think the Niners are going to find a way to win that game, but I don't feel great about it at all. Um, yikes. I think it's a close game that can go either way. I'm going to give Kyle Shanahan and Jimmy Garoppolo the benefit of the doubt that they'll have a better plan and Garoppolo will play better. Um, and so I'm going to go for the Niners to get this done. Mm, 24-23. I think the Niners win a very close game. Could go either way. But I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give them I'm gonna give them a chance here. I'm gonna go 24-23 Niners showing some faith in Kyle Shanahan and Jimmy G always showing faith in the I think we're done here members of patreon.com slash RT Media. That includes go-bangles.com. Congrats on your win last night. Evergreen Economics, Vision Comics with an X, SteakhouseSports.com. HumanHeadNYC.com, Sportaculture, Pizza Boy Brewing, and of course, the best gift you can possibly give anyone for any occasion, especially a birthday or anniversary, a story from MyFrontPageStory.com. Have a wonderful weekend. You guys have been slacking, taking a picture of me on your TV screen right at noon on Saturdays on CBS Sports Network. I love when you take a picture of me right at noon and say, Ross, I'm watching. And then I retweet it. It's like an automatic retweet. CBS Sports Network tomorrow, noon, Georgia State at Army. Don't have an NFL game this week. Uh, So I'll be watching them just like you guys. Red Zone. I do have Bengals Ravens a week from Sunday for Westwood One, which should be fun. Other than that, have an awesome, awesome weekend. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feasts, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.